Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Kiel Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at our Delaware campus, and we are in our Christmas series that we're calling Love's Pure Light. And uh, what, what better passage to read today than Luke from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. It says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, Elizabeth is the uh, cousin of Mary, uh, the older, much older cousin of Mary, who, who's going to be the mom of John the Baptist. It says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she was, she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. So no word from God, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. There's a couple of things I want to point out here. One, this is, uh, you know, where we get the doctrine of uh, Jesus's virgin birth, right? That, that he was born of a virgin, uh, that Mary uh, did not have natural relations yet with her, with any man, or with the man she's going to be married to, to Joseph, but rather this was a one-time miraculous event where God causes her to become pregnant, and that's why Jesus is called, right, the Son of the Most High. He is to be holy. It's, it's a miracle. And secondly, I want to point out Mary's response to that miracle. Uh, it, it is it is an incredible privilege that she is given, that she's going to get to carry in her womb the Son of the living God, the Son of the Most High. It, it And make no mistake, I mean, it, it is a gift. God says to her, you are highly favored. Gabriel says to her, you're highly favored by the Lord. And I want to acknowledge the fact that this means her life is going to change forever. She most likely will suffer some social ostracism because of this, uh, some social reputational damage. She's now going to be pregnant and and probably known, right? She's not yet finalized her marriage with her husband and their culture. That would have been an enormous deal. Uh, Joseph, her husband, soon to be husband, uh, considers divorcing her in the aftermath of this. I mean, can you imagine that conversation? No, no, really. It was an angel, right? And he told me that this was going to happen. And and so he nearly divorces her because he doesn't believe her until God intervenes and an angel tells uh, him, hey, no, take her as your wife. It is as she says. So this gift, this incredible gift and privilege to her also causes her some real turmoil and difficulty. Uh, and that's often true for for many of us, right? Some of us have been given positions of influence or some of us have been called into uh, a vocation or a job or you've been given a family or you, you've been given an opportunity to minister to someone and the reality is you're, you're super grateful for that. It is a tremendous gift and 
there are some difficulties that come with that. There are some burdens and some responsibility. And God calls us into his service, but he does not promise that it's going to be without difficulty. In fact, quite the opposite. Jesus tells us, right, if you, you follow me, you're going to have trouble in this life. You're going to have tribulation in this life. And yet Mary's response to all of this, right? I mean, I, I'm sure Mary could have so easily said to Gabriel, I'm not ready for this, right? Or this is not the plan I had for my life. Or do you know what this is going to mean for me? Do you know how much, uh, you know, how people are going to look at me? And instead, she looks back and says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. May it be to me as you say, God, here I am. I, I, I'm ready for your service. It's an incredible response of humility and obedience to the Lord and saying, God, I know your way is best. And I think that's an encouragement and something for all of us to certainly emulate. And yet, <clears throat> to say one final word, you know, the, the passage is not primarily about Mary. Primarily, it's about the message that she receives here. It's about the one that she is carrying, right? That we're in this Advent season and uh, right, Advent meaning the coming or the arrival, and it's the arrival of the one that she is carrying. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. That's what we're celebrating here at Christmas time the coming the Son of the Most High. God stepping into a human being, right? Com coming as a man. It's God becoming flesh, taking on flesh for you and for me. And that baby would grow up and live a perfect life and then die a terrible death on the cross in your place and in mine. But on the third day, God raised him from the grave so that you and I might have new life and be raised to new life with him. That's what we're celebrating here at Christmas time. Let me pray for you, and then I want to encourage you to pray. Uh, just take some time to pray for yourself. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you for the example of Mary, the example of humility and obedience. And Father, thank you for the message you gave her and what that means for us. Thank you for the coming of your son. Jesus, thank you for your birth, your life, your death, your sacrifice for us, and your resurrection. And thank you for your Holy Spirit. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take some time now and just to pray for yourself.